What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Saturday, it's time to go over my favorite plays of the week. Uh, these props have been posted on my website since either Monday night or Tuesday morning, can't remember which one, but very early in the week. Over that time, some have adjusted, but today we'll go over the ones that have not changed or have dropped, I think one dropped by like one yard. But we're gonna go over the props as of Friday, they can always change a little bit from when I record this till the next day, but they should be pretty accurate. What you see in this video should be very, very close to what the lines are. If you have not yet signed up for an underdog account, why not start this week? Season long fantasy is now over, but I really think wildcard weekend is the best weekend of the season in terms of like fantasy football playing it. There are so many really good games, and it's the first playoff action we're going to see. Playoff football is just different than regular season football. Uh, we kind of got a preview of that last week, like that Rams at Seahawks game, the Lions at Packers game. Like th Those were effectively playoff games, right? They were kind of playing in, or at least for Seattle, play and then hope that you know, a different team loses. And so... That atmosphere was really good in those games. We're going to get that for all the rest of the games uh, for the rest of the season. But this week, really, really good. So again, want some action? Sign up for underdog account today. Use promo code FFA. They will match your first deposit up to $100. It's free money. Take advantage of that. So now that we're all deposited, we all got our, our money in there. We're seeing what we want to do this week. What do we like? My favorite pick has not changed. It's actually the one that's dropped by one yard since I posted. George Kittle over now. 43 and a half receiving yards. He had four for 93 and two in their meeting a few weeks ago. Seattle remains the fourth best matchup for opposing tight ends. They're also the third most difficult matchup for wide receivers. The game played out very similarly to how we thought it would um, in that matchup again like a month ago or so. We're pretty confident that the 49ers are going to definitely use their running backs. They're going to run the ball a ton. They're going to throw to McCaffrey. But when they're throwing to like non-running backs, it's more likely to either come on like design screens, like just getting the ball really quickly into Debo Samuel's hands, or it's going to th come through Kittle. It's very difficult to throw to wide receivers against Seattle. My projections don't have anything like crazy for Kittle. Right? I don't think he's going out there and having, or I guess for projection is not like seven for 100 to score, right? The, the line's not off by that much. Could he do it? Yeah, we just saw what, 93 and two touchdowns a few weeks ago. But my projection, 6.3 targets, 4.6 receptions. Given how efficient of a player he is and how much upside he carries on every single one of those receptions, he's going to hit the over on 43.5, definitely more than 50% of the time. I don't think I'd put it at like 80%, but I'm pretty confident in this one. I mean, maybe like 65% of the time he's hitting this over. It's just a really good matchup. You know they're going to lean on him. It just makes all the sense in the world. They'll have the ball plenty of times. Even if they get up, he's going to get a few plays that are specifically designed to him. And those are the ones that can go for chunk plays of 20, 25 yards. He only needs two really big chunk plays. I think he's going to be around four receptions. I think he hits this over plenty. My second favorite is one that adjusted way down. So I really like the under on Geno Smith under 243 and a half passing yards. They've since moved it down to 228 and a half. Figured I'd give my take on the new number. 
I'd still be fine with that uh, since quarterbacks are 10 and 4 hitting the under against that prop this season against San Fran. We know San Fran playing at home. We know, again, playoff environment, they're going to be fired up. Uh, but I would say if you're kind of looking at maybe to play like five to seven lines, maybe five to seven picks um, over the entire weekend, I would say at 228.5, this one's probably off the table for me. So just kind of an update. I know I have it listed second on the site. That's given the line that when I posted them, uh, what it was at. Now, I don't think it would enter like the top 10. So what is my second favorite? Now, I like Austin Eckler. Now, I'm not 100% sure which prop I like more. I have them all projected as like the exact same value. So I have on the site right now his total yards, which would be rushing plus receiving, doesn't count passing, of 94 and a half, just because that's game script proof. Now, I think that game is going to be very close. I don't think either team is going to pull out, get up by like 20 points and cause game script to really flip on its head for one team going run heavy, one team going really pass heavy. I think it'll be more balanced of a game, but the safe thing to do is to take the total because even if that were to happen, you can get there on the receiving. So like if they get down, the Chargers get down really quickly, they have to throw it a lot. Well, now Eckler can have 50, 60 receiving yards, doesn't need as many rushing, vice versa. They get up big, they can lean on in the ground game. And that's kind of why you have to pay a little bit of juice uh, if you look at the rushing yards and the receiving yards, add them together. You have to add a little bit more to like the total for them to match just because it's helping you in the game script there. But yeah, if you really want one of the individual ones, I don't really have a lean. Uh, it's 38 and a half for receiving. It's 51 and a half for rushing. And again, 94 and a half for total yards. Um, I just think all of them are good. My thoughts in general are that on the Chargers is basically... Um, we know Mike uh, Williams declared out a little before recording this video. We've known all week. He, let's be honest, he wasn't going to play in this game. Um, but he's going to be out. We know that um, this is a playoff game. And so Austin Eckler is someone who in the past, all throughout the season, has been vocal about saying they don't or he doesn't want them to like overload him. He doesn't want 25 30 touches per game because he wants a longer career. He wants to stay healthy. And that makes a ton of sense. He's a very valuable part of their offense. They shouldn't be going out there, giving him a 90% snap share, having him get hurt in week six. And then what do they do, right? But I think in the playoffs, now like we only have a two-game sample. And if you look at his playoff stats, it's as a backup. So it doesn't really tell us anything. It was when he was backing up Melvin Gordon when he was over with the Chargers. But I really think they extend his playing time in this game. And I think he's obviously like comfortable with that. And so if he's going to increase, you know, maybe 10, 15% snap share, potentially get extra carries, extra targets because of that. And then we factor in that they're not going to have Mike Williams, that we're playing in a really good game environment. It just makes a lot of sense that the line should be increased. And this is a line that he would have on average. So in just like a normal game in the regular season, this is around where he would be. They're not factoring in Williams being out. They're not factoring in uh, the game environment or the fact that in the playoffs, I think he's going to have a better snap share. So I think this is a really good pick. And honestly, you could almost just copy and paste everything I just said and put it under uh, Keenan Allen because I think it's the same thing. His props at 76 and a half. But he's hit that over in five of the last six weeks. He's averaging 
over 11 targets per game over that span. I'm pretty sure he's going to have at least 10 targets in this game. He is not someone that can really get there on limited volume. So he's going to need 10 targets, right? Because he'll turn 10 targets into around six to seven receptions. Six to seven receptions for him will be around 70 yards. And now he's around this prop. So he needs about 10 targets. But do we really think this is a game script with no Mike Williams in a playoff game that's going to be close? Like unless they just come out and Austin Eckler has like, two 60-yard touchdowns or they they hit someone else really deep and like they're getting off the field quickly, he's going to rack up the targets. It's just going to happen. And so I don't think his snap share can increase kind of like Austin Eckler's can because he's already playing, you know, 85% of the snaps. But I just think the security in this pick, knowing that Williams won't be out there, knowing it's a playoff game, knowing he's been dominating, knowing it's a good game environment, it just feels like a very safe pick. Um, and then you can also throw in Jaguar's sixth best matchup for opposing wide receivers. And so then, if you like both those two, you kind of have a decision to make. Like, you you could honestly just say, I want the receiving on, on both of them because Austin Eckler's receiving prop is pretty low. It's probably too low. And so if you like that receiving, you like Keenan Allen's receiving, well, you might as well throw in Justin Herbert. And when you're doing that, you're like, okay, why am I not making this a stack? Why am I stacking up one side and not the other, especially if we're looking at passing volume? And so I think it just makes a lot of sense to try and turn this in to one of the 20 to ones. Unfortunately, I looked at all the lines. I don't see it. I don't see five bets that I really like to turn this into a 20 to one, but I like four. Now, um, Herbert is the one that you have to decide on. Basically, like I was saying before, if you don't like Justin Herbert's passing yardage prop enough, just take, maybe you can honestly pair Keenan Allen and then like the total yards on Eckler, keep those two, don't do anything else and maybe do that. Um, but I, I think it makes sense to kind of look at the game environment, say, I think this can be high scoring. I think this can be a back and forth affair. And so the best players to do that with are the two I mentioned, add in the passing yardage prop for Herbert. And then I think on the other side, the only one I really like is Travis Etienne, 71 and a half rushing yards. I wouldn't go after his receiving yards because the matchup for him is best on the ground. They allow a ton of production to running backs in like the rushing department. And if we think about him, he honestly isn't the target hog. He has like, you know, two to three targets is probably where he's going to be around. And so when you see him hit, it's going to be on those long carries. And so we don't want to, you know, have that extra line go up if we're adding in receiving yards. So I would say take the rushing yards, hope he hits for, you know, one of those 40, 50 yard plays that he definitely can hit for. And that's just going to correlate really well with the Chargers pieces. Also, this makes it a four bet slip. And as I've said before, use insurance on four bet slips. So if you haven't updated the underdog app, update it. They have insurance now, which means if you take a four bet slip and one piece misses, you still get paid out for the three. It's less. And if all four hit, you also get less. But just the math works out where if you have basically don't ever really do two picks. If you have three picks, don't use insurance. Four picks, use insurance. Five picks, don't use insurance. That's just kind of how it works out. Uh, so again, I would use insurance and do this as a 10 to 1. Outside of that game. Um, I like picking one of Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddle. Hill's lines at 61 and a half. Waddle's at 47 and a half. I wouldn't take both because, I mean, I don't believe that much in Skylar Thompson, right? And if you are, then obviously take the passing yardage prop on Thompson as well. 
I think, though, it's pretty likely one of them's going to hit. Um, I do think that going into that game, they're going to try and lean on the ground game. But also, I don't think Raheem Mostert's going to play. I don't think he's been ruled out yet. I don't think he's going to play. And so they really only have uh, Jeff Wilson and Ahmed. And it's like, I don't think. Now, it could happen. I don't think in like a playoff game against the Bills, the most likely outcome there is that Buffalo doesn't score enough and that Miami's in the game long enough to continue running it with those two. And they're being so successful that they can keep doing that. I think at some point, they're going to get to a spot and be like, okay, you know, we're down 17. We've got very explosive wide receivers. We kind of need to start using them. I think they're going to, you know, have that end up happening at some point. And then once that does happen, these lines aren't that high. 47 and a half for Waddle, 61 and a half for Hill. Uh, Hill not on the injury report. So if you're worried about that ankle, which I mean, I am a little bit worried to be completely honest that you can just re-aggravate that. Like, even though he's on the injury report, it doesn't mean he's not injured. And so if you're worried about that, lean towards Waddle. If you're not worried about that, because again, he's not on the injury report, he's getting full practices in, uh, then you can take Tyree Kill. Obviously, it's a very low line for him. Again, I would not take both of them. Pick your favorite and use that. Final prop over today. Uh, again, more on the website. There's a bunch more that I don't go over right now. Completely free. You can see the link in like the description. You can look on the screen right now for the site. Uh, but final prop is Dawson Knox over 32 and a half receiving yards. Miami, sneakily, the number one matchup for opposing tight ends. He's hit this prop in three of the last four weeks. He's playing virtually every snap just when he gets a little bit tired, comes off the field. But like he'll be around 85% of the snaps. So you've just got a player that's going to be on the field all the time in the best matchup you can have who's been hitting this over. I mean, it just makes sense. And if you think, okay, you're Miami, how do you try and stop Buffalo? Well, it starts with Stephon Diggs. And so if they're going to take anyone away, it's Diggs. If they're going to limit anything downfield, it's Davis. They're not scheming to take away Dawson Knox. And if they're already susceptible to tight ends just normally, it makes sense that he's going to hit this. And it's 32 and a half. He needs like two catches, right? So he doesn't need to go out there and have 100 yards over 32 and a half. I think he hits that over, again, roughly like 65, 70% of the time. So, good luck to everyone wildcard weekend and all of your bets. And remember, use promo code FFA if you're signing up for Underdog. A 100% deposit match is a really good deal. So, if you're looking to play this weekend, definitely take advantage of that. That, my friends, is this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, hop on the like button and hop on subscribing to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.